Hello and welcome. Are you ready to consume? My name is Dylan, aka Queen. Across all social media platforms, I am Conaqueen, K-A-N-E-K-W-E-E-N, two E's for Twitch and YouTube, three E's for Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, founder of Entertainment, and passionate consumer of entertainment media. Consume Culture is a podcast about shifting the way we consume entertainment media for the better. We don't cancel culture, we consume culture. Today, we are doing our first ever interview episode with our super special guest star, actor, writer, producer of The House's October Bill, Zach Andrews. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm not afraid of werewolves or vampires or haunted houses. I'm afraid of what real human beings do to other real human beings. This is a quote from Walter John Williams that the film The House's October Bill opens on. Some of the most iconic horror films are the ones that take real things and make them even scarier on screen so that after credits roll, you may have a newfound fear you didn't realize, like Jaws with sharks, or Final Destination with roller coasters or tanning beds. And I think you've done that with the houses October built with haunted houses, adding a whole layer of fear and realism to them, because the actors inside the attractions might not just be actors, they might actually want to harm you. So after making these films, are you more or less afraid of going into haunted houses? <laughs> uh i'm i'm less afraid only because i've been so desensitized um you know i've literally gone through hundreds and most of them more than once and so my mind is just working on what the cool shots would be uh much more than kind of experiencing it for what it is even if we're not filming i'm always thinking about that when i'm inside uh, right. I still I still can get uh, caught with a good jump scare. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> but but overall, it it's really just a, a fun experience that I enjoy, uh, and I, I just love seeing the creativity and how each haunt owner is kind of the director of their own movie, uh, mini movie, call it uh, for people that to experience when they go through the haunt, and I just I enjoy that part of it. Yeah, that's super cool. Have do you prefer kind of the extreme haunts or have you done any of the extreme haunts? Uh, I've done some, I, I haven't done probably the most extreme haunts that, that you hear about. Uh, I'm not sure I really have a desire to from the standpoint of, uh, you, you know, I've obviously heard about a lot of them and yeah. it seems more mental torture than haunted house, almost yeah, like a hazing or a military exercise. And maybe that's for some people, uh, but for me, I like it still to to have the Halloween spirit in it. Mm. And so as extreme as you want to go with gore and that kind of stuff, I'm totally down for. But if you start kind of attacking me or shaving my head or making me eat, you know, bugs and stuff, that, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's not really the Halloween spirit anymore. Yeah, that's super cool. So you're more looking forward to like, feeling like you're inside a horror movie rather than just kind of being tortured for the hell of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, you've said before in an interview that you have to love them before you kill them in reference to the characters and all of the conversations and banter in the film seem so natural. They all feel like they could be any of your friends in real life, which makes you love them. So I'm curious as to how much of what we see on screen in the film is improv how much is real and how you develop characters that the audience cares about before torturing them? Uh, I think for this movie in particular, it was important that 
we already had past relationships. Um, we have always joked that if you were making a movie like this, you should really like send your characters because most times, you know, people are cast in the movie are not friends and they're just meeting. Right. And I think a movie like this would be really hard to do with strangers given the, that you want some of those naturalistic conversations and things from our past that kind of came up on their own. We just wanted those to just breathe and have life. And, and yeah. I think that gives our movie a different feel. Now it's not for everybody. I, I don't claim that it's, uh, you know, it, it needs to go down in cinema history as the greatest horror movie <laughs> of all time. In fact, I totally respect people, you know, online that say, what the hell was that? Like, I hated that movie. It's totally fine. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but I think because it's not for everybody, it actually really is for somebody. Oh, and sure. there are plenty of people that are the reverse that are like, this is my favorite, you know, uh, found footage movie ever, or this is one of my favorite movies to watch over the holidays. It's in my rotation with, you know, Friday the 13th and Halloween. And, and for me, I'm like, Oh my gosh, our, you know, our little independent movie is in your top five of all time that you watch over Halloween. That is so special to Bobby and I. And uh, it's just really cool that, that, that works. And so, so steering it back to your question. Yeah. We knew where we wanted to go with our story, mm -hmm. but we didn't script every, uh, you know, interaction that the characters had with each other. It was more about like, all right, um, you know, we know that this new plot uh, thing has to happen at this haunted house that we're at, but right. in the RV on the way to that haunted house, as long as we're talking about something to do with Halloween, then kind of just let the characters go where they may. Yeah, that's super cool. And I, by the way, am one of those people who have this on rotation along with like, you know, Paranormal Activity, Saw, Hocus Pocus, <laughs> every yeah, Halloween. So cool. I love it. And speaking of found footage, um, so in this film, you've taken one for the team by actually going to and filming in these amazing, horrifying places that uh, blurs the line between fiction and reality, as do many of the amazing found footage films like Paranormal Activity or The Blair Witch Project. Uh, it makes you feel like you're watching your friend, friend's vlog that goes horribly wrong. What are your uh, some of your favorite found footage films? And what do you think it is about horror movies, games, media in general that keeps people coming back for more? Um, for me, I, I, it was important to us the first time that Steven Schneider, who produced Paranormal Activity, uh, contacted us when he saw our film, was that he, he said, it's the first time I've watched a movie that actually was real until it wasn't. And I'm not sure where that happened. And so oh, I think, yeah. I think those are the, you know, Blair Witch was absolutely genius at its time, Yeah. but it was fake from frame one. Right. right? right Whereas right. With, with our movie, it actually wasn't fake. Like we were a group of, a group of people that actually are friends and we went to real places. We didn't cast any of those haunt owners or haunt workers. So it was the real thing. And, but we always knew we were going to then steer it, you know, into more of movie magic stuff. Yeah. But, but that was the key for us. So I just, I enjoy movies that do that for me where I kind of can't tell what, what's going on and what's real and what's not and have, you know, some of those twists 
I mean, I think, you know, even, even not horror movies like Dear Zachary, um, I'm I'm blanking on the movie that I I actually just saw that was about two twins and one of them uh, had amnesia or got in a car accident and the brother, the twin brother decided not to tell him that his parents had been abusive. Oh, wow. And, And so the, the brother lived kind of quote unquote, a normal life. Uh, but then ended up kind of discovering after their parents died that he had been abused along with his brother. And it was just so emotional. And, uh, you know, so I don't know, that's not really a found footage movie, but it, it was, it's kind of that documentary that then turns things on their head, which is what we tried to do. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think part of the reason for me, at least, why it felt so real for most of it is because throughout the movie, you cut between what's happening between the characters and then kind of short little snippets of people talking about why they love haunted houses. And so you kind of forget that you're watching a fictional movie because it feels like a documentary. Yeah, because in many ways it is. Yeah. That was what I was, you know, that's what Steven said is you, you, we didn't cast people to tell you about their experience in a haunted house. We could have, but we didn't. We actually interviewed the people that worked there that told a real story. Because for our narrative, it wasn't that important what the story was. It was more important that the story was genuine. Right. So that, that you're being authentic to people who, who do this for a living. Yeah. And that was another thing that was important to us is that not only just for our story, but kind of as the introductory movie kind of into this world, we look at it as a love letter to Halloween and to haunted houses. And I think some movies that kind of go this route that aren't as authentic, you know, the community doesn't embrace them in the same way that they've embraced this movie, because I think we shed haunted houses and owners of haunted houses and people that work at haunted houses as something cool and something to celebrate. And that's why you know, we, using these real characters, it's like, why would we cast somebody? These people have perfected their line of work. And, and I want to hear their story, not some story that I just made up and cast yeah. an actor from Hollywood to, you know, read a line. So, you know, I, I think that was, uh, you know, part of it, wanting, selfishly wanting the movie to feel genuine, but then also just to say like, hey, you guys are awesome. This is what you are passionate about. And we want to show that. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting too because i remember watching the movie and thinking wait a second there's a whole community of people who dedicate their lives to this and that's that's so cool and this movie uh not like you said not only is a love letter and sheds the light on the fact that that even exists but also shows how cool it is and shows how invested people are and like i said before kind of uh doing what the most iconic horror films do, which is take a really real thing and make it even scarier than you thought. Like now, when I go into haunted houses after watching this film, this film is all I'm gonna be thinking about. (laughs) It's a good thing. We, we, We always, we wanted to, kind of change the way you look at something. I do think that's cool and and you you said it well yourself, but it's like, you know, you, when you see something, you know, whether it's the shower scene in Psycho, like now when you're in the shower and you hear somebody outside, that's where your head goes. Exactly. So I, I, I like that, that we have done that for you and in our way. Absolutely. Uh, 
So for my last question, um, you've quoted the original Saw as being one of your favorite horror films of all time. And I would 100% agree. Um, in 2017, I went to New York Comic Con and they had a jigsaw themed escape room where you had to solve puzzles within a time limit or choose to sacrifice the partner that you went in with um, to escape. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. If you were um, put into one of Jigsaw's traps, do you think you would be able to escape? Oh, gosh. Um, I would probably think that I would be able to which is Jigsaw would then play that against me and ultimately it would lead to my demise, my overconfidence. So on the one hand, yes, I would be able to. And that is the very reason I would not be able to. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, I kind of have a similar answer where like, I think I've watched so much of the movie and gotten into the psyche of it so much that I think I would be able to, but I didn't even think of it in that way. Maybe I wouldn't because he'd use that against me. I just want to say, um, I really love the film. I think it's super underrated. Like you said, it's, it's one of those movies that uh, may not be for everybody, but for the people like myself who really love it, really do love it a lot. Um, and I'm really excited to watch the second one as part of my watch parties that I'm doing on my Twitch channel. Um, yeah, I, I just rewatched the first one and it hit, uh, Maybe even harder because it's October, but just as much as it did the first time. That's awesome. No, I think it's, uh, it, it really means a lot, to, you know, that we, like I said, have entered people's kind of rotation. It's, it's, it's a very cool experience to have something, a project that you work on for so many years, kind of come to the light of day and be experienced and be liked by people that you don't know and you, you know, you see things online about it being people's favorite movie and, and that's amazing. And then a lot of times um, I would think with a lot of movies that kind of goes away and we are just so fortunate. I think throughout this process that I more appreciate the movie and the sacrifices to, to make it because it has lived on and continues to live on. And I think that 10 years from now, there's still going to be people that say, you know, on October 10th, I'm watching the houses October bill. And that to me is, is so cool, especially when you have a smaller independent movie, you know, so many times, even if those movies are well received, they still just kind of go away. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're, we're just very fortunate that, you know, it, it seems to have these, legs because of the holiday and because it, it puts people in a mood that they want to be in during this time of year. So that, that's been really a, 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 an unforeseen uh, benefit of making this film to, to be able to continue to kind of appreciate what it brings people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so much of kind of the thesis of why I made this podcast is to shed a light on things that you would otherwise think um, may not be good for, you know, your sanity or your mental health or whatever, but I think there's benefit and there's merit to so many different types of media, especially horror media. And I think horror media can kind of get a flack sometimes for, you know, it being violent or whatnot. Um, but this is one of those examples that, like you said, is gonna live on. Um, and I think has a lot of merit to it, especially being its own kind of independent thing. Cool. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, well, again, thank you so much. Um, this was an absolute pleasure to speak with you. I'm really looking forward to uh, whatever you have uh, upcoming next. Um, and as just a final little bonus question, uh, is there any possibility for a third installment or are we, is the Houses October built uh, finished? Uh, I, I would say that there's definitely a possibility to kind of continue in this world, uh, in this, in this universe of kind of what we've created. I don't know, I, I won't say yes or no, if it's going to be exactly Houses October built three, okay. but, uh, but we definitely aren't done with this world and this universe. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Zach. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right, you too. You can find The Houses October Built on Amazon Prime Video, Hulu, PlayStation Store, etc. No, this is not sponsored. I just really like the movie and think you should go check it out. Also, listeners can write in to entermentaltainment at gmail.com and tell us what you think, what works or what does not work for the show. We are open to suggestions on topics you'd like us to talk about or how we can make this podcast better. Also, listeners can write in about anything going on in their personal lives. Let us know if you would like to be anonymous or not. And instead of giving adv advice, we give recommendals, entertainment media recommendations that would be insightful for you to consume. Or if we think can't think of anything in particular, we'll give you some brief non-professional advice. If you would like to support me in my business, this podcast, and anything I do creatively, you can follow my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash where for the month of October, as part of the annual 31 Nights of Halloween, I'm streaming horror games every night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and horror movies every Sunday at 7 p.m. Or you can subscribe to my Conoqueen Patreon that will grant you perks, including shoutouts on the podcast, dance tutorial videos, specialized thank yous, and more. Make sure you're following us here on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Stay geeky, stay freaky, stay you. And please remember to consume kindly.